from Hong Kong, Chicago, Stoke-on-Trent and the city of Gainesville, Florida. This is the Classic Lenses Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 113. My name is Simon Forster and I'm joined by Johnny Sisson and Perry G. Hello, Johnny. Hello. And hello, Perry. Hello. And... Yeah, keen listeners uh, would know that I just inserted another place into uh, into the introduction there, um, and that being Gainesville, Florida. And uh, long-time listeners of this podcast will know exactly uh, what that means. And that's the, the town where Carl Havens uh, lived. Um, and now that's the departed Carl Havens now, because a year and a day ago, um, he sadly left us, um, and he left a, a big hole in a lot of people's lives um, and certainly uh, that absolutely applies to uh, many of the listeners um, of this show um, so yeah so it's 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 a bit sad uh, for us as we can imagine and it's also um, a tough day uh, for, for Carl's family as well um, but we want to pay tribute to Carl in a in a positive way um, and uh, today uh, today's show is, is dedi- dedicated to Carl, and uh, we're going to do um, something special uh, for that. But before we go to that point, I think we need to catch up uh, with, with Perry and Johnny, in particular catch up with Johnny, uh, because Johnny wasn't with us last week, but he was he was a bit poorly. But he's back with us this week, so h- how are you doing, Johnny? I am. I'm hanging in there. I'm, 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 doing, I'm, doing, as, I'm doing as good as I can, I guess. Well, it's good to hear you. So we've not really spoken to you for a couple of weeks. I mean, I know I've months. I've missed I missed you guys. It's it's weird to, to that it's been. I mean, it's weird anytime we miss a week. <laughs> to me, it is. You know, it's mm-hmm. so. I, I and I just I miss talking with you guys. Yeah. Well, it's 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 great to have you back. It's good to have the have the three of us together again. That, that, that's, Absolutely, that, that's a good thing. And uh, are you you keeping well there, Johnny uh, Perry? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> no no I'm, I'm i'm fine um we're we're doing okay here corona wise uh zero new cases in for four days this week wow um so i've been out i've been out shooting i've been out shooting a ton actually so i'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing reasonably well no that's that's, that's, that's good that's yeah good. it's really good yeah right well enough of that uh because we're going to get straight into uh what we're doing this week and uh we're going to it, this today is going to be a show of of complete and utter speculation, um, <laughs> because we, we, we don't know. This this is something that no nobody knows, and uh, and and that's we we're sending Carl to our desert island, and uh, we're going to do desert island lenses uh, with 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 Carl Havens, uh, Doctor Carl Havens, and. Um, and for those of you who have not uh, listened to a, a Desert Island Lenses show, um, that's where we, we send somebody off and they have to pick certain lenses uh, to take with them. And it's uh, it's quite a challenge for anybody that, that uh, we send there because it's uh, it's quite difficult to narrow things down as to what lenses and uh, equipment to take. Um, so that's where the speculation is going to come in because we don't know what car would have taken. So we're going to take some guesses based upon the what we think were Cole's favorite lenses and uh, how he how he liked to use them and uh, hopefully we'll come up with a few little stories that might be attached 
uh, to, to some of the, some of uh, these these choices. So um, we'll get straight into it. Um, at the start of Desert Island Lenses, we we read out um, a um, uh, what the challenges that they would give to people, and I'm going to give give this a go to read this myself, uh, uh, which is <laughs> never never pretty, but I'm going to give it a go. Um, so this this is it, and it goes: um, Your ship, uh, the SS Tessar, has capsized and sank after encountering a freak wave, and now lies at the bottom of the sea. Uh, you have been washed ashore on an amazing island with just about every photographic opportunity, including people shots, available to you. The island is fully equipped and, and has a powered dark cave um, uh, running your preferred software, processing software, and a, and a selection of lens adapters. Uh, a trunk is washed ashore and it contains two camera bodies, uh, your choice, it can be digital, analog or both. Um, and uh, along with three lenses uh, that you have picked from your collection. So you must own these lenses. Um, what are the three lenses uh, you would have uh, to take with you and, uh, and why? And, uh, and if you had a free choice of taking another lens, um, and that could be anything, what would that be? So, uh, so that's, that's, the, that's the challenge. And um, so I think, first of all, let's, let's talk about uh, what two cameras uh, Carl would take with him. Um, because I can, I can think of three cameras that Carl might take with him, um, but he can only take two. So I'm just, just um, I'm wondering uh, which, which, which two they, they might be. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna propose um, the first camera that he'll take as being his Fuji XE2. Not the Sony? Fuji X, yeah, well, that's one of the, you can take two. I'm going to put. I I think one of his two cameras would be the Fuji. Is the other camera you're going to pick also digital? Uh, it might be actually. Yeah. I, 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 so I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to uh, <laughs> just trying to imagine what would have be, would be happening right about now if Carl was actually here, and we would I'm sure there would be a discussion about if he has access to um, a lab to develop his film. Yes. So I'm, I'm just speculating. We would have spent 20 minutes arguing uh, that he did in fact have the ability from this Island to send his film off. Yes. There's a and lab there, on the Island. There's yeah. a lab there. He has a, there's a lab dark cave. Okay. It's a fully equipped, equipped dark cave on, on the Island. Yes. To get his to get his film done. Yes. 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 So that's just a, that's just a given. It is, yeah. Okay. All right. So let me let me flesh out the the uh, the X the XE two choice. Um, I I think that was. I'm not sure if it was his favorite camera. I think it's tough to say what his favorite camera is, but I know that. I mean, he used he used um, that. He used the Sony A7 Mark II. He'd come from Micro Four Thirds, and he didn't really go back to that uh, yeah. very very often. So his, his time was was split between the Sony and the and the Fuji. And I I think I mean in my opinion, I think he would have taken two digital cameras. And the reason why I think he would have done that is he he liked to vary his lenses 
uh, between the two systems. There were mm-hmm. some some lenses that he would only use on his Fuji, and there were some lenses he would only use on the Sony. But there were quite a few. Uh, most, in fact, I would say he would actually use on both systems, and that f- he 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 used the different uh, crop center values. Uh, between the two camera systems to get the look that he wanted when he wanted it and how based upon how he would feel so that's that's why i think that well i think the x the xe2 was a camera that he he liked i think did he have that thumb grip did he buy the thumb grip to make it a bit more comfortable was that was uh, yeah i think yeah, he did yeah was that, that's the thing that i've never quite got on with that camera because of the uh i I found that the ergonomics weren't quite right for for the placement of the thumb, um, so so yeah, so he he bought that uh, that that thing to stick onto it, um, but it seemed that if he was going to travel light and use small lenses, um, I think that was his that was his choice camera. Wait, so so um, obviously you know for me I never I never had the privilege of meeting Carl, uh, and I come at this entirely as a as a listener. And your choice of two digital cameras, Simon, um, I think if you were actually here, given that the whole world is on lockdown right now, there's like no better time to learn how to develop film, right? And we do know that he had a few film cameras that he really, really liked. Um, So, you know, from the perspective of a listener, one of the most entertaining things about hearing the three of you guys banter was like for you and Johnny, uh, all of this stuff is, is your life, right? Whereas for Carl, it was his big passion, but he had you know, his, all of his science and all the other painting and stuff that he did as well. Um, so a lot of the, the sort of film related or, or weird lens related stuff that you guys would sometimes talk about his response would, I, I've always enjoyed it when he came back with just a, ain't nobody got time for that kind of response. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but on this desert Island, you definitely got time for that, right. In terms of developing film, um, so I, I think he would have brought a film camera as well, but that's just that's just me jumping in there. Yeah, I, I uh, it's tough because I, I I I understand very much where Simon is coming from with the Fuji because Carl did really like that camera for just kind of small walking around, you know that sort of thing. And also there was a particular lens that he liked to use with that camera that I think has to be considered. Uh, very much among the top running for what his desert island lens would be, um, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a moment. But I, I, oh, I, I really wonder if, um, I mean, when I when I sat to make notes for this, the first camera I put on the list was the Sony A7R2 or the A7 II mm-hmm. or what? I can't keep them straight. Whatever that one is, A7 II. Um, yeah, A7 the one okay. that the one that sucks with the super wide heliar. Right. And then yeah. the other one would be the Bessa R3A because uh, he he loved that camera and I think he um oh, I I just wonder if he would have wanted to to have the ability to play with a film camera and then there was a lens he used on that camera <laughs> that he used a lot in the Sony and I and I wonder if that combination of two cameras and lens there's a couple of different pathways here, right? And I, but I, I, I really wonder ab- about that setup as hmm. um, a, a very practical setup, right? So depending on how practical Carl was feeling when the ship sank, <laughs> 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 which we can only speculate on, but you know, he did waver between the practical 
and uh, the fantastical somewhat. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm wondering about is how practical Carl was happen- happening to feel on the day the ship sank. And I think that might have determined his choice. But I, I don't know. I really wonder if it would have been he would have taken his his Bessa because he I think I just feel like he really connected with that camera. Um So I'm so that, that surprised me when you've you've said that because I mean I knew we were going to talk about potential film cameras that he might take with him. And I dev- I never even thought of that camera. Um but that said though, you have far more conversations with him about rangefinder cameras, obviously, because they're rubbish. Uh, than I did, um, <laughs> right. and uh, and I I would have uh, I would have thought he would have uh, gone for the is is like a three is uh, that, that yeah. battered it like a three, yeah that's the one no, that no, came no, to that, mind for me too that that's that's entirely possible yeah entirely possible but there is that thing about yeah it's it's like you know what side of the bed did Carl get out of that 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 morning in the bunk you know and uh, right and. And yeah, those those two cameras, yeah, they they effectively do the same thing, but really they 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 put you in very different places in terms of mindset, don't they? The, the you know one is um, certainly such a it's it's a, it's an old piece of kit with a, with all the compromises that come with it, but it's a but it, you just look at it and you feel it, and it's just so nice and tactile. Whereas the other one is a, is a more capable piece of equipment and e- easier yeah. to use. So right. Right. I I I wonder if you if you were to drop that Leica and drop that Besser, I think the Leica's got more chances of still working. And and I, I don't think we've actually mentioned whether or not there's anybody on the island to repair cameras. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. So Pe- Perry, what what uh, what what do you think on that one? What what's uh, I mean, and that actually let's also just just for the sake of just moving this on, uh, because the other the other camera I would nominate is obviously the the, the Sony A7 uh, Mark II. Um, so there's, there's there's three cameras there, um, or four cameras there. What what out of those 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 four cameras, which which one do you think which ones do you think he would have taken? Well, the two that came to mind for me were the Sony and the the Leica three. Um, but I think I think in hindsight. I mean, he used that Bessa quite a lot, uh, I think, relative to the Leica. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, it's a totally different shooting experience. One is a tiny, dinky viewfinder, uh, but a joy to use mechanically. And the other one's a one-to-one, you know, uh, rangefinder, which is beautiful. So it could go, it could go either way. I, I, honestly, I, I forgot about the Bessa uh, when I was thinking about it. So the Leica was the sort of default. I, I do... Camera. Yeah, and but see, my only thought is, if he brought the Leica, then his lens choice would have been extremely limited. Yes, right. So he would have, he would have. That means his lens choice would have been some LTM. screw mount, screw mount, you know, LTM lens. And I, I just in my gut, I don't think that's what he would have brought with him lens wise, mm-hmm. um, because it just. Mm-hmm it wouldn't be practical between the two cameras he would bring. Right. So, yeah. so unless he was going to argue that he should be able to bring two lenses. Um, but you know, that's just straight off the top off the right. And, and, and off, the, off the rules. Well, you, you know what? Seeing it's Carl, 
I think we'll. we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> oh yeah, like we would have given him a break. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, Carl, you can take. Of two. course we would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's say you can take three cameras, and um, and because of I where I I think that uh, where I think I've got a good idea what John is thinking in terms of lens choice that might work better with. Um, uh, more, more appropriate, I should say, with the with the, with the Fuji. Uh, let's say that Carl could bring with him both as Sony and as Fuji and a film <laughs> camera. So uh, you guys can argue which which film camera it's going to be. I think it's going to be the Bessa because everything you could put on the Leica, you can also put on the Bessa, but not the other way around. Yeah. And there's probably one lens. And everything you could put on the Bessa, you could put on the Sony. Yeah. 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 So like bringing the Leica three would preclude M mount lenses. And I, I think that might be a problem as we carry this conversation forth. Yeah, yeah, that that that, that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, so what, which which Bessel which Bessel was it? R three A. Yeah, the R three A. That's the, the is that that's the one with aperture priority as well, isn't it? Is that right? Yep. Yeah. So the the M's are fully mechanical uh, with a meter. The A's are aperture priority with an electronic uh, an electronically controlled shutter. And the R3 model, um, its sort of selling point is it has a one-to-one -one viewfinder. Right. right. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. It's one of those things because we're talking about a fixed moment in time now, which with Carl, I mean, you know, he changes stuff like his underwear. So he, so who knows? <laughs> you mean he, like his jeans? Yeah. Like his mom jeans. So who knows if like today he might have gone through, you know, five other cycles of camera and lenses that he was really enamored with. But I will say, I think there did come a point with film cameras where he had done a lot of experimentation. He was really kind of very much on the fence in a, in a certain way about film. He went back and forth on it. I think he enjoyed it, but it also kind of frustrated him. But when he was shooting film at this point, I feel like he... For a fairly good stretch of time, he was kind of all in on that Bessa. Mm -hmm. And he he wasn't going I mean, he would, you know, he would get enamored with something for a hot minute. But I don't I don't know how many other film cameras he was really, really seriously interested in at that point. Oh, the uh, medalist. Yeah, the medalist, but I I think I think he just he found it interesting and charming to use, but I don't think he actually wanted to. You know, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a bit like grandchildren, isn't it? With grandparents, you know, the, 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 it's, they're nice, but it's good to be able to give them back. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I don't know. So somehow I feel he was just, he was very enamored of that Bessa R three A. Like I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm trying to think back on conversations, but I feel like he at one point even basically said as much that this is really the only film camera I need. Cause he had sort of pared down. I mean, you know, it got to a point where he was, he was just kind of getting rid of a lot of the film stuff. I mean, I, I know this because I've got, <laughs> you know, I have some of his cast offs, you know, I have his, um, uh, I have his Olympus uh, OM2, which he really liked for a while. And then he was sort of like, I'm over that. And, um, and then I, I have what, well, he never was really into the exacta. He just stumbled upon a really nice one. And then he thought it was beautiful. And then he's like, I'm never going to use this thing. So I have his cast off exacta. Um, 
I'm trying to think if I have any other film cameras he didn't give a shit about anymore. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I feel like he, he, he just, you know, he got enamored with film cameras, but he, he didn't, uh, he, he gelled with like a long term on them. I don't feel like he really gelled with a huge number of them. I, I mean, obviously the Leica, he, he, that Leica three, he just, he adored it because it was, it's like a, you know, like a work of, art in some sense, right? There was yeah. a kind of, it was, I think he, he loved the uniqueness about it because it was, it was just, it was such a one-off. It was just, if it had been a, a like a three without all the engraving and the wear and the whatever on it. I mean, I think he really enjoyed that speculation of the history of the camera yeah, as much as he enjoyed the camera. Right. So so yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like there weren't a lot of film cameras that he would have seriously, seriously. I mean, here's a here's an off the wall one. He really loved those little pen EE pocket. Yeah, yeah, I've, right. I've written down because I was going to say we need to have an honorable mention for half frame, don't we? Yeah, I mean, ex- yeah, exactly. Because I mean, he loved the little pen EE point and shoots that he didn't have to do anything with. He could just like screw around with them. You know, one of the most stressful things as a listener. Uh, was any time the three of you would discuss his pen EES cameras. Because <laughs> every single time, it just sounds like you guys are going to start talking about penis. <laughs> every single no, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you go pen EES, right? Every single time. So when I was listening to the podcast back then, uh, just as a listener, every time those conversations came up, I, I, my brain would just go there because it just sounded like probably Johnny in particular was going <laughs> to... Take that camera name in that direction, but it never did. To your credit, <laughs> I well, it will now. Yeah, I think that's just you, Perry. I really do. Um, <laughs> listeners, please, please email in if any of you have thought that uh, in the past. That's, that's yeah, okay. That, I, you know what? I yeah, it's just really. It's I'm not going to tell a story. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, right. Okay. So uh, we've 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 got a, a a slightly expanded camera collection there, um, and um, I'm thinking, jo- Johnny, do you want to? I mean, this is going to be this is really tough anyway. I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got seven potential uh, candidates for uh, wow for for, for for to go on this trip. Um, See, I, I have literally two. Right. I really, I, I no, I have literally two lenses because I'm just I'm I, again I'm going back thinking practicality wise I feel like I feel like practicality would have won the day here with Carl thinking about his his lens selection and his camera selection I think I think he would have I don't know it's just I I think he would have gotten fairly practical on what he chose um, and. So the the things that made the top of my list now now here's the thing, I almost feel like it's fair to say, if he would have brought this camera, then he would have brought this lens. So I think that we I think we could probably make a good case for several combinations here. Yeah, and certainly the the Fuji XE2 is, you know that's a that's a that that's a worthy choice because all right he's on this island maybe he would have thought very practical to take this nice small easy camera and it, I have no doubt if it was the XE2 that he would have taken the Olympus 
Pen F 40 millimeter 1.4 because yes. it lived on that camera, right? That's and cool. that, yeah, and that lens was kind of the was the top of my list. But that would be assuming he took the Fuji as his digital camera. And I and I'm again practicality ruling the day. I'm thinking he would have taken the Sony, and in that case, I'm thinking he would have taken the Voigtlander Nocton 40 millimeter 1.4, which lived perfectly on both the Sony and the Bessa R3A. So ultimately, if his camera choices were the, the, the R3A for the film camera and the Sony a7 II for the digital, I think he would have taken the Nocton 41.4 because it, he, he used that lens a ton and I think he got really in the zone with it and it was it was just like his easy combo. And I feel like again he there was a certain point he kind of said as much that he could he could he could use that lens with either setup, right? Um so I don't know that that's what came to the top of my list was that lens and those two cameras. Yeah. Yeah, well I think I think that's 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 why I've, I've ultimately I wanted to make sure we got three cameras in there um, mm, because of mm-hmm. that lens. Um, because yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, um, Pe- Perry, you've you've have you tried to use the forty one point four on your Sony? Uh, no, I don't have that lens anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the, the re- I mean, the reason why I asked the question is because I know that the thirty eight one point eight just about covers full frame and uh but i've got a sneaky feeling it didn't actually do it on on i don't think the four sorry yeah i don't think the wait, four, wait, wait. four does we're talking about the voidlander not the not the olympus right no we're talking about the pen there well i am anyway uh no i think the the, the pen 40 does cover it uh, wait no the <laughs> pen 40 no no the 38 1.8 does the 41 point sorry i thought we were talking about the you were talking about the nocton no, I'm, 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 I've, I've probably gone off at the wrong tangent, but uh, no, I'm, I'm talking about the uh, the pen lens now, the forty one point four. Okay, um, uh, the the forty one point four, I have tried it on my Sony. Um, it it doesn't quite cover the way that the thirty eight one point eight does, which is yeah. like perfect. Hmm. Yeah, but it's it's close enough. It's not like it's not like a problem like uh, uh, some lenses which just give you you know a black circle or like pure black corners. But you, but you don't get as much of the vignette on the thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah, that makes 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 sense. But they've been stopped down a little. Well, effectively stopped down a little bit more. It's not it's both wide open at one point eight or one point four. But I think you get get what I mean. Um, yeah. But that's uh, that that pen lens uh, f- for me was the reason why I wanted to include the uh, the, the the Fuji in that list uh, more than anything because uh, um, that that combination uh, took. Um, probably my, my favorite photograph that uh, Carl had taken, and it was of that burning tree stump. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. I was my brain was in the same place, Simon. Yeah, and um, yeah. So that 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 combination. Uh, more... No, wait. Do you know what? He took that with a Nocton. Did he? Yeah. Are you sure? That's. Yeah, I'm. I'm positive. I was actually just looking for that photo. Um, no, he, he that was he took that with the knockdown. I'm a hundred percent sure. I'm just I'm looking for it, but I, I am like a hundred percent sure. I, I think Johnny's right on this. I have that recollection as well. Yeah. 
So, and, and, and honestly, that's why, and I, I swear, I, I swear at one point he said, we had a conversation about this and he talked about how much he liked that lens because he could, yeah. I don't mean to hijack your pen. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're just, but you're, I, you're, I, you're, all, you're all ruining my world at the moment. <laughs> but, but, he, but he talked about how he could take that lens on his Sony and if he wanted to shoot film, he could throw it on the Bessa, right? Um, so, oh, man. But here, okay, all right. But to go back to the pen lens, I, I, know, I know for a fact that on at least one occasion he said to Anthony Rue, if his house was on fire, <laughs> it was the pen lens that he would have grabbed and run out the door with. So uh, it's so hard to say, man, he just, he loved, he loved it all for a hot minute. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's really hard to say, but I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, it was, it was certainly the case of the greatest lens that Carl had ever had was the one that just turned up in the post. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm searching through that list now, uh, there through where uh, Carl's photos, and I'm I'm struggling to find that. I've, I can see a picture of the burning bush, but that was in a a memorial post. So uh, right. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, just because uh, you and uh, Perry are agreeing with each other, that that's not good enough for me. I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, there you I go. Finally, right there. Yeah. Well, even if you didn't take that that uh, take it with it with that lens, it, it certainly. Uh, that X XE two and and that pen lens are the are the is the lens combination I think most of of, of when I think of Carl uh, out there taking photographs at least anyway. Uh, Simon, I just went onto Carl's Instagram and that photo it was indeed shot with the Nocton oh. on the Sony. <laughs> you could have waited till after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's where i should have looked this on his instagram and it must be right it must be right at the end yeah yeah that's, right? i went there because it's easy to find it's the second one okay <laughs> right okay all right well there you there you go that's uh <laughs> uh, sorry i'm not laughing at you <laughs> i'm i'm laughing at the i'm laughing at the situation yeah yeah <laughs> uh, okay well there you go um so <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the Nocton then. Okay, let's not worry about that pen lens. Um, um, okay, so um, you've you've um, now you've you've so you've got two two lenses on that list. One of them's the, the Nocton. So uh, that that's I think I think we're all going to be in agreement that really needs to go, doesn't it? That needs to 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 be on the island. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what's what's your other lens you've got in there? Wait, before Johnny, before you say it. Um, do, do you know why or if Carl had a preference for this, the SC version of the Nocton versus the MC version? Um, or was it just whatever happened to be? Well, I know he had the SC because I have it in my hand. I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm asking. I know I know it was the SC that he had. Um, but do you know I, if he had a preference between them or did he just happen to get that one? Uh, okay, so my my memory is of this, that he happened to get the SC, but... If he had thought that the other version was better, he would have been trying to get that at some point, and he never did that. So I, I'm, I'm, I have this vague recollection of him actually wanting the the SC version. Like I, I can't remember. He, 
I'm trying to recall if he ever had, I don't ever recall a conversation where he, he doubted the SC version of that lens. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I, I don't ever recall him thinking, Oh, I really need the other version. I, I just need to see it. You know, um, yeah, the SE is, is, in my opinion, the better version anyway. Yeah, and I think I, that that was, I think, a conclusion he came to after reading and stuff and looking at things, and it came his way, and I think he was, as, and this is just as I recall, he was entirely on board with it, so. Cool. Okay, yeah. so. Okay. So uh, what's, what's, what's your other uh, candidate for the list, Johnny? Uh, well, I mean, my, my two that the first two that came to mind for me again, were the, the 40 millimeter Nocton and the 40 millimeter. Oh, sorry. Pen, pen F. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I literally had no other lenses on my list. Yeah. Oh, okay, I, I mean, I, there were other lenses I thought about, but I mean, they just kicking in my brain. I just thought again, going back to my feeling about the cameras that he would have taken it's the it was kind of the only combo that really made sense to me in a certain way mm. you know which is total bs because carl would have probably said something else just to piss us off on this desert island selection mm. <laughs> i mean he might have he might have he might have just gone rogue just to go rogue yeah yeah <laughs> so so who know who knows we oh, can okay. only we, we can only speculate so I'm looking at this is funny. I'm looking at his Instagram right now, um, and he's got. Uh, I'm I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at a selection of cameras and lenses that he has uh, on, you know, a, a photo of, and he has the Bessa with the Nocton, and then he has the Sony with some. What's the one? He's got. Uh, trying to tell what lens that is on there i can't tell it looks like a 105 i don't i'm not sure who knows he just threw a bunch of stuff on a table because he's got a lester dine something or other like a 135 on the table so never mind yeah. <laughs> okay well uh, perry do you want to do you want to put a, a lens forward uh I, I don't know if this would actually make um desert island but the first lens that came to mind um was the uh, 58 Takumar Heliar thingy. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know how much he actually loved the lens, but I derived enormous pleasure uh, from Carl and Simon's attempts to pronounce this lens. <laughs> uh, but, you know, yeah. also the discussions that it spawned on, uh, you know, 3D pop and being the only SLR lens of the Heliar design that you guys were aware of. And I, I, I thought all of that was very rich conversation. So it was the first one that popped to mind. And so um, my list would pretty much be Johnny's two plus that. Okay. Well, I've, I've, I've got to say that that's um, Asahi. Um, that's, that's, that's my uh, <laughs> uh, uh, settled upon pronunciation of that, of that word now. Um, 58, uh, 2.4. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, that, that absolutely goes back to, uh, one of my favourite episodes um, ever, um, and it was uh, largely a, something happened in that show uh, between myself and Carl, um, because Carl had um, famously uh, Carl would buy lenses 
on on the show um, because Carl suffered from instant gas. Yeah. Um, whenever oh, somebody would say it. something even vaguely interesting about a lens, he, he, yeah. he, he would be straight. He would go quiet, and you'd hear sometimes the keys tapping as he's as he as he's into eBay and buying whatever it is that we, we, we're talking about. And um, and we were talking, and we were talking about um, that that lens. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- and I forget. Uh, was there somebody else on, on the show with us? I can't can't remember. I, I know yes. it, was, it was episode thirty six. Um, yes, there was a guest. Okay, I'm very sorry. I can't remember who the guest was, um, but uh, um, it was. Uh, but the the, su- the subject came up of of that lens, and uh, and I'd been. And uh, I'd been saying that I've been trying to find one for quite some time, and it just turned yeah. out I just wasn't I wasn't looking correctly because I was I was looking for a Pentax lens, and it doesn't say Pentax on it at all. And so, and as soon as uh, you type in Asahi in the search, and then you out, out popped the lens, and there was a, there was a few of them, and uh, uh, more to the point, uh, because Carl being Carl, he'd already started searching on eBay because we'd started talking about these lenses, yeah, and uh, and then he started to talk, uh, give this, uh, read out the descriptions of what was actually available. Um, he was just thinking aloud, as I know, which one is he going to buy, and this and this and this one, and uh, this one seems to be quite good, and all it has is tiny dusts. Um, and then stuff like that because this was coming from from Japan, and um, I mean I got so excited about the fact that these things was this thing that I've been searching for for a couple of years was actually under my nose. Um, I then went ahead and, and bought it from underneath him. I actually got bought something on the show before he did, um, <laughs> and uh, and that was that was a that was a really fun moment. So uh, that, that, was, that was with Cheyenne Cheyenne Morrison, I think. Ah, right. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Cheyenne is uh, easily capable of inducing gas in 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 just about anybody. So, uh, um, uh, I can't quite go work where where I was going with that. But cer- certainly, it was uh, that was it. Uh, the show was called the the Gear Acquisition Monkeys. Um, so uh, that that was uh, that 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 was great fun and one of my favourite memories there. Yeah. <laughs> but as as far as taking the, the 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 lens with him, I think he used it a few times. Um, as as did I. I've not actually used it that many. I, it was one of those lenses for me. Um, it was a case of I just wanted one, and I just really wanted the lens, and I liked the idea and everything behind the lens. And uh, and it's a lovely object, but I've got to say I've I've struggled to take any photographs with it that I'm being particularly pleased with. Um, or I might have done something better with a different lens. It's not an easy lens to use. In fact, it's got so many flaws in it optically. Um, I think it lends itself to a very specific type of photograph. And I'm, and I'm not sure if Carl, in in his time with it, he didn't really have have it really experience with it for that long. I'm not sure if he actually got to the point where he, he was truly in love with it or not. So I'm. Which one is this again? Th- this is the uh, Asahi. Uh, the oh, Takumar. Uh, yeah, yeah 50, okay. 58. Uh, the, Ze- the zebra? No, no, it's a silver lens. Oh, the, fi- oh, the 58. Right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. Helion thing, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. So I think. Yeah, that, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah, so I, I think it, it's definitely, I'm, I'm glad it's been mentioned, but I, I don't think he would have brought that with him. Okay. Um, then the, the last one that I would um, mention, well, two, they're just, they're both also Voigtlanders. Um, I recall him being very fond of uh, a couple of the Voigtlanders. I don't know which one he would 
bring between them. The the ones that come to mind are the uh, the super wide Heliar, the twenty one color Scopar, and this. I think he had a seventy five two point five, right? He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I, as I recall, and just looking at his Instagram, um, that was a late uh, a relatively recent crush for him so i wonder again you know i always wonder how long he would have stayed enamored with it well um, i think but, i think the wides were uh a lot more constant and and i just remember yeah. you guys arguing about whether it was sony's fault or voilander's fault that they didn't work well on the sony um <laughs> yeah but 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 I, but yeah i mean the, the thing here's the thing is like the part of the reason he got he ended up with uh, that 75 Voigtlander is very specifically, be- again, because he had the best R3A and it had frame lines for it. And I think he really uh, liked the idea of this R3A kit where he had that 40 millimeter and then he could have a wide and he could have a uh, like a portrait lens and he could also throw them on the Sony with I think both of those uh, that just doesn't don't both of those play well on the Sony the the twenty one millimeter f four. Uh, it plays and the seventy five. Do they? Well, the seventy five is fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I have all those lenses. The twenty one, it's it's okay. It's it's not it's not as bad as you might think. Okay. Um, but it's it's not ideal because I I just I just I just know that he was. You know, again, part of the reason he was enamored with those lenses is because he was so enamored with the Bessa that had the frame lines. And if he had the frame lines, he might as well get the lenses. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, right. So he's, he seemed to be really enamored of having that, uh, like this kit that just was meant to be together. I've, I've got to say, I think that's, that's, that's the first I've actually heard of that story. And I'm just wondering if he deliberately didn't tell me that. No, you were just ignoring it. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's why he bought the 90, uh, 90 F4 LTM, right? Yeah, the lens that I told him he would get bored with almost immediately, and I stand by that oh, man. story. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that lens is sweet. No, but the more it we is. have this discussion, um, the more lenses are coming coming to mind as well. Well, sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, go, no, go, go. I, I was going to say the, the other one that um, – to me, would be obvious on the list would be the the Canon fifty one point four LTM, yeah, right. Because he finally got a a good version of it <laughs> that was not wormy, um, and I know he, I know he really enjoyed it. But I, you know, I think he at a certain point, I think it was like the it was like his white whale. He just he just wanted to kill it, and he and he didn't really care too much about. After he killed it, he didn't care too much about it afterwards. <laughs> so yeah, I think he was just pleased that he finally had one that was not messed up. And but I, I don't know that he would have. I don't know that he would have uh, considered it as a desert island selection. Um, well, I, it's well, it's it's certainly on my list. Um, for in fact, it's actually top of my top of my list of suggestions. Okay, um, yeah. And um, I think you've, I think you've, you've, you're absolutely right in terms of um, yeah, your dad. How many did he have in the end? Yeah, like four of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you post a picture and you say, "Well, oh, a wonderful lens. It's absolutely, it's absolutely great." And then one of us would say, "Well, what are those worms going on in the bokeh?" And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 then this is from balsam separation um, and uh, and. 
and 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 it would then immediately come out and say something like, "Well, I don't really care. It doesn't matter if the it if doesn't it matter which, right which yeah. meant it was eating him alive." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he he would then follow out follow up with one of his uh, his his classic comments. I'd say, "Well, I don't take bokeh photographs anyway." Right, right. What? (laughs) Right. You know, yeah. yeah, We teased him mercilessly mercilessly after after that one because you know he would he would get a new lens, and the first thing he would do is just find something that he could focus at minimum focus distance and to, to blur out the background. It, it didn't really matter what it was. It could be just a Bench. bucket, a bucket Bench. on the floor. Yeah, a plant pot. <laughs> right. It didn't right. matter. Um, but the thing is, that, you know, he's, that this, this, and this is part of Carl's genius. You know, he, you look at you look at the time you were just saying, oh, he's just taking a picture of a plant pot yeah, just to get some bokeh, and uh, and then you 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 look back and you think that's actually a really nice photo, and yeah. and and that was, and I've said you know I said this uh, 12, 12, 12 months ago that was part of his the, the most one of the most amazing things about Carl was that yeah we we knew it was it was um, a, t- a top guy um and we knew he was intelligent and talented and, and 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 so on and so on but he had such a way about him that it was it was utterly deceptive and yeah. he had a, such an easy uh, way about him he had no airs and graces he had you know seemingly no ego and and he would he would put it would put photographs up and because we would look at them and think well it's it's one of Cole's photos and you could recognize Cole's photos but yeah. somehow the way that he actually put himself across is a case of it's no big deal it's just a photograph and and really it wasn't until uh Carl wasn't with us anymore and we started like looking back at some of the photos that, that he took and there's just so many special photographs I mean yes there were lots of test photographs and whatever but there were just so many mm-hmm. really, really special photographs that 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 he took, and uh, and some of them yeah. would include some of these things which are just really of banal subjects, and they're thinking, "Wow, that was just really, really nice," and I just wouldn't have seen that. Yeah, no, for sure. So, um, not sure how we actually got on, onto that uh, that, uh, that, <laughs> that 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 there, but where 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 are we up to at the moment? Uh, oh, we're talking about Boylanders and S's, yes, yeah, so yeah, fifty-one point yeah, four. So, so that 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 lens. I mean, even, yes, he, he did slay his white whale, and um, but he carried on using it, and yeah, uh, and some of his uh, his last shots they were taken there of uh, of his son Andy, yeah, um, they were they were taken with that uh, that that lens. So, um, and uh, yeah, I've got I've got a. a you know, a, a personal reason to want that lens on the list, and that's because I, you know, thanks to his brother Todd, uh, Todd um, I I have that lens now, yeah, along with yeah. A, uh, a a photograph um, that uh, he took and had printed. Which, I love uh, that. Yeah, and then, I love that. It's because it's it's a lens that I had that Carl had, and now you have. I yeah. absolutely love that. So yeah, that's it's great. Yeah. 
So, uh, so, so for me, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever kind of arguments we might have got into, that was going on the island, even if it meant having an extra lens, <laughs> whatever. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but I, I, wa I want to take things back a little bit because I, I don't think we've we, we touched upon. Well, we talked about Voigtlanders and a few of them there, but I don't. Did we actually talk about the fifteen mil? I mean, I know it got mentioned, but I don't think we actually really talked about it in any kind of detail, mm. um, because that that was a lens that. He 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 really he loved that lens, especially yeah. on the um, on the on the Fuji uh, because he had the the LTM version, um, which yeah. was the the smaller one, and it had you know, pretty poor definition in the corners because it had these smudged edges because of the way that the uh, the light rays uh, reached the the Sony sensor at the edges, uh, and uh, uh, and I, I know that he was considering getting. Uh, one of the uh, the, the later mm. versions that would work on the Sony, but he, he didn't like the fact that the, the the one for the Sony was so much larger. Right, you know, it wasn't just a different mount. I mean, it was effectively a different lens. And, yeah, and I think that that will put him off. And uh, and so he really liked the look that the the angle of view that he was getting uh, with the Fuji. He wanted to make it wider, but he couldn't really. And that's when he started using. Uh, it's not actually on my list here, um, but he started using the 24mm Nikon um, AIS uh, lens. And uh, because he was getting, it was like, and he, he, he wanted that lens and he enjoyed that lens because he was getting a, a very similar angle of view that he was getting out of the, uh, out, out of the Fuji with the, with the super wide Heliar. So, I mean, it's, it's almost a case of, um, I think that if... <coughs> As I was, obviously the the, the fifty mil um, f four point five super wide helio is is on my list, but I'm thinking, you know, if he'd actually had both cameras to go with him, I think he might have actually gone with the twenty four mil Nikon. Um, because that was a, a another thing we've not really talked about Nikon lenses, but he really liked Nikon lenses, right? Um, so so many of them, and uh, again, another lens that didn't make my list is the the one hundred five two point five um, yeah. pre AI pre AI Sonar uh, variant, um, which is which is a lens that he he, he really quite took to that lens. In fact, he, he took to it massively actually. So, um, mm -hmm. and he also had the uh, the fifty one point four AIS, um, yeah. and then there's another one on my list, uh, another Nikon, and that's the fifty five, um, the relatively early fifty five one point two. Um, which is a, an, another lens that uh, he liked. Although I think, like a lot of us um, that are into the into old lenses, at some point we need or have to own um, or just desire a very fast lens. And I think that was um, that was his his his, his uh, goal for having that lens. But I think he actually found that he actually liked it as well, and he he used it quite a bit. I mean, th th three of the lenses that you've just mentioned in in that list are quite special right the obviously the fifth the 15 millimeter voilander i think is it's one of my favorite ultra wides of all time um but the 105 uh pre-ai and the 55 1.2 i think are pretty special because you know nikon's got uh nikon's got a couple of um 50 ish 1.2s and they all render so differently and i think um to my taste the 55 has like a really really nice look to it that I prefer to the uh, to the fifty. I've I've used the fifty five. I've not actually used the fifty, but I I, I really like the fifty five. I thought it was a great lens. Although um, for some reason, when I I did a 
a 1.2 test when I had a few of them. Um, it made people go a little bit green uh, compared to the other lenses I was trying. So uh, that, that slightly put me off. Uh, although, to be honest, that, that whole test, I think I tested against, um, it was the 50, F, the FDL 50 um, 1.2. And I uh, also had the Konica 57 1.2. And <clears throat> there was another one in there as well. I can't remember what it was. It might have been the Minolta. might be the Minolta 58. I can't remember. Um right. But I was just going to say when I when I did that test, I think I just wanted the Konica to win, uh, and funnily enough, it did. <laughs> and I, I mean, and yeah. to keep that one. <laughs> I was going to say, Simon, your your lens tests are not known for being scientific. Right? <laughs> well, it's more pseudoscience, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, so that, that 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 was good. Any any more to say on on, on Nikon's? That's your cue, Johnny. Not by me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He didn't listen to to you on that one at all. Did he? In fact, actually, there were times where I would I would chat to um, to to uh, Carl, and and he'll be talking about just how much he's he's, he's looking at another Nikon lens and then another and, and another, and we would he'd be laughing about the next podcast because he was just going to troll you with his love right. for, for Nikon lenses on Fuji. <laughs> right, right. That, that one hundred and five, though. I mean. You both have it, right? I don't have it. Uh, you don't. Yeah, I've, got I've, I've got one, and I don't use it. Yeah. Right. Well, I was going to ask when was the last time you used it. I have three, and I I never use it. I've had one for like fourteen years. <laughs> I, 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 pr- I probably have twenty one hundred five lenses that I never use. <laughs> so, but none of them are in, in Nikon. So. I just don't take enough portraiture. It really is as yeah, simple as yeah, that. So, yeah, so I, same here. Yeah, I've, I have a few portrait length uh, lenses which I'm not going to get rid of because I'm thinking the time is going to come when I'm actually going to be really grateful to have these lenses or or a lens of that length. And then when I start using these regularly, I might settle on one. But until I'm actually you know taking those photographs, I, I just don't want to let let them go really for that reason. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. If I mean, if I had, if I had just disposable income, I mean, I've had, I've had the rangefinder version of that lens on my list for years, but I, you know, I've never had in the past five years or so an extra three hundred dollars or two fifty that I'm just like, oh, I'll blow this on a lens. You know what I mean? It's just like, it. I'd love to have one. It's never going to come to the top of the list. Cause I have so many cheap ass team out lenses that I picked up in that focal length that work just fine. <laughs> so, and I, and I'm just one Oh five on a rangefinder. I'm just not that interested. So, well, it's perfect on a Canon P. Yeah, no, it would be, it would be, it would be great. It really would, I, but I've just, been, no, no, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I just don't do it enough. I've been so. trying to get rid of mine, uh, my rangefinder one, for so long, but no one's <laughs> buying them, and the price keeps going down, 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 down. Yeah. Um, so it's got to the point where I'm just like, I'm just going to keep it. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather buy the 85 and never use it because that's what would also happen, quite honestly. I'd love to have that 85, and I would never. I would buy it, and I would never use it. So, yeah, yeah. That, that lens is so nice. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got that and don't use that as well. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and the, yeah, I had that. I had the one hundred and five uh, 
LTM, uh, which was largely because of uh, being on the show with um, Mike Etman and Bob Rotoloni. Um, And uh, I just needed uh, to have that lens, although it wasn't that long after or possibly even on the show where I realized that optically it's effective. Well, we we think it's the same lens as the uh, the regular F-mount lens. It's identical. I have both. They are identical. Yeah. So when when I actually finally got one, I think I already knew that it was the same and I had it and I was like, yes, I finally got one and I'm going to sell it now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah and i don't regret it i don't regret it going so uh whereas um i've sold i sold my 85 once and it came back because there's a there's a problem with the how it was shimmed possibly for a very specific uh, uh and, yeah um, that but, makes sense yeah but i'm it, i've still got it i've said oh, I'll, I'll, I'll let it go but actually it's just so nice when i do actually put it onto my sony so- it's, it's just beautiful so i'm in the hurry to let that one go it's it's by far the nicest lens that I have and don't use. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, oh man, this is the eighty five f two LTM yes. or uh, S mount. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I've got an LTM. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also bought the stupid one hundred five LTM one because of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> because of that episode, and I, I bought it, and then I I, I had the the pre AI one as well, which I paid like 40 pounds for. Um, and they're exactly the same. And I paid like six times more for the stupid. <laughs> like, why do I have both these lenses? I never yeah. use either. They're optically the same. And one costs like six times more. Thanks guys. <laughs> That's our job. <laughs> oh man. No, I mean, if, you know, if I, um, if I was, if I was talented to the level that Mike Novak is talented with the, that 85 millimeter on rangefinders, I, I would not hesitate to buy it. Cause he, he does amazing work with that lens, but yeah, I just, I can't justify it. I mean, I can't justify anything now for sure, but I haven't been able to justify one of those longer Nikon lenses for five years <laughs> they've been on a list that some back you know we, they've been on some back of the mind list for years and i still don't have either one of them so well <clears throat> we as, as things stand we still only actually have two two lenses on our list as certainties and uh um those being the uh the the the, the nocton and the uh the 50 mil cannon uh, yeah but i've i want to just run through um, the rest of the, the lenses on my list. Um, some are stronger contenders than others. Um, and one of the, uh, I think, honourable mentions, although the, it could actually have a practical purpose, um, and that's the uh, the Olympus OM 180mm f2.8, um, because uh, Carl really enjoyed using that lens. And, um, and it also... It also coincided uh, with the time when Carl started to get involved in in street photography, and like uh, like like many of us, um, I never got over it, but Carl did. Um, uh, Carl would decided with street photography when he was a bit uncertain about it, he would use a longer lens so he can be further away to actually take the photographs. Right. And uh, and and generally speaking, what he what he he was extremely successful at with this lens was taking photographs of the backs of people's heads 
Um, yeah. <laughs> that was something that you know, he seemed to specialise in in doing that for, uh, for 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 quite a while before he he, he managed to have the nerve to um, press the button when somebody was actually looking at him. Um, yeah. But uh, he took some great shots with that um, that 180 mil. So uh, I just think that that needed uh, need needed mentioning. Um, he, I remember he took he he shot some really awesome street photos uh, with a long lens. Not not that one. I think it, I think um, uh, it's one that one thirty five. Yeah, it was a one thirty five yeah, that you the, couldn't pronounce. The, the co well, the one that we we couldn't quite work out how to pronounce, and I think he ended up with calling it the same uh, something that rhymes with Hermione and uh, in the um, <laughs> what's it uh, what, what's the Harry Potter, um, Co- Comini is how we uh, decided to say it. But the the Comini, the one with the ribbed um, focus ring, uh, all metal ribbed focus ring. Um, I, I was going to say there's, there's got to be a joke coming in from Johnny in the moment on that. Um, and uh, yeah, that one three five, that was a that was a great lens. And the he, I think he went from the one eighty down to down to that one, um, and then eventually he got brave enough to get close to people and start to do some great normal should we say uh street work yeah 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 okay i've got two more uh lenses for the for consideration um actually you know what i think one of them might have to go into the realms of uh is, of dream lens and i think i will i'm going to put so i'm just going to talk about one one more lens uh that i think a call uh, when uh when i see this lens and that's the helios 44 and in particular I'm talking about silver Helios 44, uh, not the 442, 44.3, 44.4, just the straight Helios 44, uh, which has got a 39 millimeter thread mount, but it is not for Leica. Right, right. That's it. So uh, it sits more or less in the same position as a, as an M42 lens. It's got a slightly different uh, focal focal flange distance, very very slightly different. But you can most of the time you can get away with just slipping on a, a a 39 to 42 millimeter adapter ring and then and then pop, popping it into your uh m42 adapter and, and put it on whichever camera you like um and uh that was a, a lens that carl bought relatively early on and he would still carry on using it or he would use it as a as some of his camera model shots that he would do because he would he would set shot, shots up in his in his kitchen <clears throat> and have He's got very had a, a granite countertop and uh, have some lights going on behind, and he would do uh, lots of lens porn shots. And quite often, uh, this very shiny Helios forty four would uh, would would feature in them. But he also used to take yeah. quite a few shots with it. But there was there was one thing that um, that he was really really uh, quite proud about. Uh, with with that lens, um, and that's the the serial number on it. But so I think it had a triple zero serial number, and, uh, <laughs> and which which he immediately went onto the internet. And, um, and <laughs> yes, and he just he just sucked up the stories uh, that, that were out there, and he was utterly completely convinced that this was a lens that would because it got three zeros. It was a member of the I don't know, it could have been a, a Politburo member. Yeah, it was it was it was like Stalin's personal lens, basically. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when I mean when we had uh, I mean that 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 was pretty much that story was blown out out, out of the uh, out of the sky when we had um, Vladislav Kern 
uh, yeah. appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's back in about episode 17, I think that was. Um, as, uh, yeah, and and Vlad, if, if anybody's got any interest in, in the old Soviet uh, lenses and and cameras of, of and the history of uh, lenses and uh, such uh, from the, the, the Soviet Union, um, urge you to go back and listen to that show uh, with, with Vladislav. It's... Uh, Absolutely, it's a it's a fascinating show where they you know they, and they talk about you know how uh, the the Soviet optics industry got going in the first place before the war and 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 also yeah. going into the stories about what happened um, where with uh, things being taken from the the the, the Coles Ice Factory and um, and taken over to uh, uh, to the Soviet Union and uh, kickstarting the uh, the the lens and optical revolution over there um so that's a that's a that's a really good lesson but uh yeah i don't i don't think vlad um really gave that one much credence to do that story <laughs> no not at all <laughs> no. uh, that's it um okay so we we need to we need to make a choice um uh, we've got uh two lenses uh we've got that that uh that knocked on uh, that is a, it's a 40 mil, isn't it? The 40 mil knocked on. Yeah. Uh, is, that, is it 1.4? Yeah. 1.4. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So 40 mil uh, knocked on 1.4. Uh, the Canon 50 millimeter 1.4 LTM. Um, and so we need to we need to take a, a, a third lens. Um, so, Johnny, what do you think the third lens should be? Uh, I don't think you should be allowed a third lens. That's, that's part of the rules. <laughs> that has to be a third lens. Three cameras, two lenses. Oh no, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm, I, no, I don't think we ever would have given him enough slack that he could take three lenses. It's not in the rules. It is. That is the rules. Although two, ca- you meant to have two cameras, but three lenses. Oh boy! Swap this. Swap the camera for a lens. <laughs> Okay, well, in that in that case, then we can take. He's he's going to be stuck with two two lenses of uh, similar similar speed and similar focal lengths. I mean, we can't do that to Carl. We've, we've got to give him something else. Come on. Uh, yeah. Uh, I. I don't know. I, I I just figured we were going to be such a hard ass on him. We'd really only let him take one. So. Um. Uh. uh I don't know. That call is so hard to make. Perry, would he? It's like, would he have taken a wide lens or a bokeh lens? I really, I really, I'm not, I'm not sure. He's got two bokeh lenses already, hasn't he? No, but I mean, a, you know, a longer. Oh right, I see. Would he have taken a wide, a wide lens or a longer lens? And I'm, I, I just, I can't, I can't quite come to grips with that one. So, I, well, I'm, I'm edging towards the 15 mil super wide helio. To go yeah, to yeah, I could, I could see that. I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's that, and <clears throat> so finally, there's what there's one one more lens, and that's his dream lens, and uh, and that's a, that's the toughest one for me. Um, but uh, Perry, what what do you think a dream lens would have been for Carl? What what he may have wanted to take with him that he didn't own? Oh. Oh man, I don't know. He well, he 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 had a he made a point of having you know he had so many lenses, but he had made a point of not spending more than five hundred bucks on one, right? Yeah. So 
We're gonna we're gonna work with that constraint. No, no, it can be whatever. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, it really is tough. Hmm. I, I think we're struggling on that one. I I do have a contender. Um, okay. And uh, and I'm going to say the um, uh, because I I'm I'm pretty certain that uh, he did not actually own this. This lens was not part of his collection at the end, um, and that's the uh, the mere one. <laughs> so um, I, I think I think Carl will be very happy to if I pick the the mere one as his uh, dream dream lens. Um, if only it'll be the uh, the the one mere one that you could actually take a decent photograph with. <laughs> oh, it, it, that's the route we're going down. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the. Holy crap! I can't even remember what the lens is called. Helios 103 with that special special oh, adapter. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Knife video adapter. Yes. The knife. Yeah. The knife video. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Well, um. Are we able to I, find that, Johnny? I'm just wondering if we can get that, and if we have still got access to it, and pop it up onto the YouTube channel or something like that. Uh, yeah, I did find it at one point. I, I found one of them. I, I. Yeah. I've seen I've seen one of the knife videos, so you were definitely able to find it. Yeah, I, f- I found one of them, but I I felt like there was another that I had not been able to find yet. I'm trying to remember where I found it too. I don't even. Re- it was in one of the chat. It was in the early ad- admin chat group before we had the dark room. Yeah. So it's in, it's like in an ancient chat group somewhere. Well, if we so, if we're we gonna can- have to explain to listeners what the yeah. knife video. <laughs> oh, we're going to do that now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's worth it's worth. Well, we've 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 already sort of uh, teased them about the existence of the of the knife video. Um, so I think we we do need to uh, explain what we're talking about there, don't we? I guess uh, we probably. I guess we do. Uh, well, so it, Carl had the Hel- the Helios one of three, which he really liked, right? And in order to use that lens, he opted. For, well, I think it might have come with the lens, but he had he had one of those adapters that's made from the body parts of uh, a Kiev camera, right? To 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 yeah. provide the focusing mechanism. Um, and quite famously, one day when he was using his Helios one hundred three uh, with that adapter, it fell apart. Uh, and I, I, he spent like a, a half an hour looking for the pieces in his yard <laughs> on his hands and knees in his mom jeans. And uh, he finally, you know, got that all together and he was just really, really pissed off that it came apart. Um, and he had a little conversation with the the guy who made it, who basically told him, I think, just don't unscrew it all the way and it won't fall apart. Um, <laughs> and, and he he made a video, uh, basically of of the lens, the adapter, and his hand with a knife in it, doing a really bad Russian accent <laughs> about about how he was gonna, you know, take care of this guy if he didn't uh, <laughs> get him a correct adapter. So, basically, Carl with a really bad Russian accent, it was amazing, and a knife. Yeah. What more could you want? 
what more could you want? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to think of Carl was going to ultimately uh, have a true dream lens. It would be a, a Leica M mount something or other um, that he would have got really wound up on. I don't know which one he, he really liked your uh, collapsible Simicron LTM, yeah. but I, right. But I, I'm trying to think if he ever would have really gotten super wound up about a ridiculous, you know, Nocton or something like that. Um, I don't know. I'm I, not sure. I think, I think maybe uh, if we went for a serious stream lens for him, it would be whatever lens has like the most 3D pop of any lens on the planet. Yeah, track. right. There you go. Right. Yeah, Carl, Carl was absolutely obsessed with 3D pop. 3D pop, yeah. Oh. yeah. So yeah, popular, I popularized that, uh, that expression. I, I still regret. Do you remember the time, Simon, we were going to try to set up a 3D pop drinking game without Carl knowing it? Yeah. Where basically we would have put this little thing before the episode saying, okay, so here's what's going on today. Every time Carl says 3d pop, have your adult beverage ready. And, Cause we're going to try to make him say 3d pop as many times as possible without him knowing that. Yeah. So yeah, that I think the ultimate 3d pop lens would be a good call. Okay. So, so for some, for some, uh, Carl inspired gas inducement for our listeners, top of off the top of your heads. Um, most 3D poppy lens in the world that you can think of. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if it, if it has specifically 3D pop, but the lens I would think about, what, what's the most likely lens to have it? And I'm thinking of the, the Zeiss 55 1.4 Otis lens. Surely that's got it in spades. No man, I, I've used that lens. It's sharp as hell, but I don't. I don't think it's got that pop. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Okay. Yeah, I almost I almost feel like super modern lenses are so sharp that it almost like Some fights have, against the three D pop in a certain yeah. in a certain way. Some so I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I wonder if it it wouldn't have been. Oh man, I don't know. I'm thinking it was there some sonar lens relatively yeah. classic that he never had that he would have gotten so entirely obsessed with. You know what I mean? Maybe I don't know. He never had them. Uh, I don't know. I'm yeah, but he, did he never had the sonar ZM? Yes, right? yeah. Like off the top of my head, you know, most 3D poppy lenses I can think of. Um, number one, Voigtlander Heliar 53.5 by okay. Country Mile. Number two, ZM Sonar. Um, and then followed by the ZM 35 Distagon and F2.8 Biogon. Um, so those would all be pretty good candidates. You know, Perry, if you had if you had been on the, let's say that, you know, we had had you on as a guest and then we had you back on with Carl. I think you could have converted him into a ZM maniac. Yeah. Oh, I have no doubt about that. Yeah. I think you could, I think you could have 
you could have taken Carl down the ZM rabbit hole in a in a huge way. So I think that's a very interesting speculation. Yeah, he he did his wallet a big favor by uh, being quote unquote at work uh, in the first episode. I came on as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he, right. so, he so wanted to go to Hong Kong after hearing that. As do as do the rest of us. I think everybody right. that listened to the where uh, that's the the Hong Kong scene with Perry G. Uh, that that episode. Um, everybody wanted to go to Hong Kong after hearing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah i mean this this place is still insane i i went to the um i went to a park with my girlfriend a couple of weeks ago and i swear there were so many film cameras there i was like what what is this a this is not social distancing b this is just like gas heaven people are shooting with all kinds of crazy stuff so yeah yeah uh... we would have welcomed him here and emptied his wallet <laughs> what a what an amazing thought that is! Yeah. Oh man, I think that I think that that's it. His dream is it won't, we'll take away the dream lens and uh, give him a all expenses uh, paid trip to uh, to Hong Kong to buy any lens he fancied. No, that'd yeah. be amazing. Yep. I and I I I think it's worth noting here that. Uh, the Hong Kong scene with Perry G is still in the top three all-time m- most downloaded podcasts, according according to the limited statistics we have available uh, from from our podcast host. So, yeah, no, that was a that was an epic show. No two yeah. ways about it. Um, right, I I think we've pretty much could have done a reasonable job. I think. Um, how many? How many out of three we actually got right there? I, you know, who, who's to know? Um, yeah. But I, I think that um, I mean, there's. I mean, you've you've heard. I'm talking to the listeners now. You've 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 heard um, our opinions. But it'd be it'll be good to hear uh, what what you think. And uh, and there's two places how you can do that. You can uh, comment upon this podcast in the. Uh, Facebook group, um, which is called the Classic Lenses Podcast, which is specific to this uh, um, podcast, although we also appear in Photography with Classic Lenses as well. That's where we came from, and that's the group that Carl started, and that's the reason why we're all talking here now. You know, let's yeah. let's, let's not forget that Carl was behind that, and he pulled us in, and he yeah. and yeah, and we never left. Um, so uh so yeah so you can you can have the conversation there and also send us emails if you if you've got a a list of um uh, what you think um knowing what you might know about Carl's collection what he may have taken with him to a desert island it'd be great to hear uh what you think as well so uh so please um, send those suggestions in um yeah. sorry no, no, I'm okay. just agreeing. Please, please, please do. We'd love to hear them. I mean, this this could be really. Everybody, everybody could have an opinion on this, right? So, so don't don't hold back. <laughs> please, please let us know what you think. I think this would be a lot of fun. I think in particular is is what your opinions of what his dream lenses might be. I mean, because we've got yeah. a reasonably good idea about his, his main lenses, main users, but uh, I think we've the, the dream lens is one that we've really struggled on. So, uh, 
be right. very interesting, particularly to hear what uh, people might think that he might go for. I mean, one one lens I did think about was the trier plan, 100mm 2.8 trier plan, which mm. had a bit yeah. of a thing for that for a while, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. So there we go. So uh, I I I think we've we've pretty much um, done today's show. What do you what do you think, guys? Yeah, I, yeah, right, Perry. I mean, I, I, I we had a little chat. We should let's just you know we had a little chat behind before this episode about. Well, at least I was thinking. How you know? How will we be able to do a whole show on this? And I. <laughs> I, I I vastly underestimated <laughs> <laughs> our ability to do a whole show on on getting inside uh, Carl's head. So <laughs> no, it's 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 been it's been good. It's been there. Uh, it's it's brought out a few stories, a few memories. Um, yeah, you know, we we desperately miss Carl. Yeah, and um, and. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard a few things today that I hadn't heard before, um, which is great. Me too, actually. I was about to say that too, Simon, but because we all just kind of ignored some of what we weren't interested in. <laughs> <laughs> all, all Cole knew it wasn't. There was no point talking to Simon about oh, this, and no point talking to Johnny about that. Right. So, right. Yeah, it's not like he ever was messaging me about about Nikon lenses. <laughs> <laughs> so one of um one thing one thing to round this up is a story I don't think I've told you guys. Um but you know, I, I was saying before we started recording that one of my biggest regrets on this podcast is never having had the chance to meet or speak with Carl. Yeah. Uh but the other thing that's crazy is my mother as as you guys will know, my mom knew Carl. Yeah. Um because crazy. she's also a scientist uh and she works in water quality and it's a very tight-knit field. So every Every couple of years, there's this sort of worldwide, like, water algae people conference. <laughs> um, and it takes, it takes place in different places all around the, the world. Uh, you know, it's been in the Bahamas, whatever. And one year, uh, I can't remember when it was, but it, it must have been when I was still in university or something. Um, but it was in Florida one year. And so we went out there, um, out to Florida, and my mom was doing a conference. And I, I, I assume that Carl was at this conference. Um, so, you know, there were times when she would be off doing sciencey stuff. My dad's also a scientist, but he wasn't at this conference. So for us, it was a vacation. Um, and I almost got eaten by an alligator. <laughs> and if this had happened, I think we could indirectly then blame Mr. Havens. But what happened was, you know, we were in the Everglades on, on a, a sort of day trip. Um, after leaving Orlando, uh, Florida is a weird place, but we were, um, my dad and I were fishing, uh, on the banks of this, I don't know, I don't know if it was a swamp or a, a river. And I was standing right on the bank of the water. And my dad turns to me and he says, yo, Perry, there's a gigantic fish, uh, swimming over there about like three meters away from you. You should try to cast and catch that one. I was like, okay, cool. So I cast towards it. Um, and I, you know, I'm trying to hook this fish and my mom is standing on a bridge, uh, next to our car, kind of above, just above the area. And she yells at the top of her lungs in the middle of this Floridian swamp, 
that's a huge alligator. It was like this <laughs> eight foot gator that I was trying to hook with a fish hook. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, you know, his uh, friends and family in Florida will have similar stories of almost getting eaten by gators because they're everywhere there. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, right. Well, I think um, we. Uh, Actually, I think we should also we should say um, I'm not too sure what exactly, um, but pass on our uh, um, thoughts uh, to Carl's family. Um, I've mentioned yeah. uh, uh, Todd and um, Andrew um, earlier, and um, I'm sorry I can't remember the name of uh, um, Carl's other brother and sister uh, off the top of my head. Um, but uh, there's also Pam. Uh, the the wife he left behind, um, so uh, I th- I don't know if uh, Pam will be listening to this, but certainly it's a case of uh, our thoughts are with you. It's, it's uh, you know, a really tough time um, at this time of year, and it's been a tough time for the last twelve months probably as well. You know, yeah, and, uh, it's affected uh, lots of people that that, that knew in and uh, and the other day we weren't family, we were friends. So. Uh, so yeah, so I hope you're uh, doing doing okay, um, right? Um, so let's uh, let's let's round things off now. Um, is there, are there any other things we might want to say before we go? Are we? Are we? I I I have only one sort of along those lines. Um, I think there's no way that Carl would have ended up on a desert island without stowing Andy away. Yeah. Uh, so I think he would have stowed Andy away so that Andy could bring at least one camera and lens as well. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm imagining Andy with him with a pen, EES and something else. Yeah, and dude have his, um, Canon XA one. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, right. Have we, have we got any, any shout outs this week, Perry? Um, no, not off the top of my head. Okay, Johnny. I do, and I I, I hesitate on this one only because I I know, um, and I'm going to get emotional. Actually, I know he, I know he uh, wouldn't need the attention or um, the praise, but I. <laughs> I think I just want to say thank you to Robbie yeah. Jay yeah. because he's he's been pretty much keeping me alive here um, the past several weeks uh, with food deliveries and uh, just good to see his face and I I just I want to say thanks to Robbie Jay I'm sorry yeah don't 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 worry and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Robbie, you've been an absolute star. There's been uh, no two ways about it. And just, just to just to understand what's what's going on there, Robbie has been uh, helping Johnny out because uh, Johnny's been very ill, um, and uh, uh, and it's been difficult for him to uh, get goods and food and all that, all those kind of things. And uh, and Robbie's been there for him. And so, uh, yeah, thanks, yeah. Robbie. Yeah. So uh, Perry and I are both saying thank you as well. There. Uh, yeah. Um, 
and I think you know what I, th- I think we're going to start bringing this to an end um, so uh, uh, Perry outside of uh, this and we'll do emails and then we'll say thank you to those people who donated to us uh, ne- ne- next time um, so uh, Perry how can people find you outside of this, this show uh, you can find me on Instagram and Flickr at Perry G or my never updated website PerryG.com that's it and uh and johnny are you uh are you still looking oh around? sorry about that <laughs> yeah, that's okay <laughs> uh no you're gonna find me anywhere i'm stuck in my house and that's it <laughs> so it, unless you unless you uh i don't you, you're not gonna find me anywhere <laughs> sorry no i you know i did i i posted a couple pictures in um yeah some polaroids yeah i posted some polaroids in the classic lenses podcast face Facebook group. So that's the the best chance you have of finding me right now is, is there. Um, uh, and I'm going to try to po- po- I'm going to try to post more of those since I can't really get out at all. I'm trying to do, um, do more Polaroids and it's sunny again today. So I'm going to try to do some more today cause it's actually sunny. So, yeah. um, uh, should I, should I say that, did you already did the email, didn't you? No, no. I just said okay. we weren't going to do any emails. But uh, if you want to uh, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with us, go ahead. Um, ClassicLensesPodcast at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, ClassicLensesPodcast.com is the podcast home. Uh, uh, so visit us there. And if you are on Instagram, check out Best Vintage Lens. Um, yeah, as, as we know, there are partner there on instagram and they post amazing shots every day made with uh vintage lenses certainly do um and i'm on twitter as simon four i'm on uh where else am i instagram is simon forster photographic that's also the name of my website and i've now got an increasing list of uh of uh, difficult to find lens caps uh, are on there now and, I've, and that list is going up and I've actually started to have a go at some uh, body caps as well so I've got uh, Pentacon 6 is just about ready to be released um, so they're out there and if you're in America um, then uh, my friend Ben Kuto with the Kuto camera company on eBay he's now um, making my lens cap designs in America um, so uh, if you head over his way then uh, if, if any of those are of are interest to you then you can get them from America um, instead of having them come all the way over the Atlantic Ocean um, and uh, so that's it um, so I hope you've enjoyed um, our reminiscing uh, of Carl and our imagining of uh, what's what a desert island would be like if he uh, took his uh, collection and that was uh, a pretty pretty tough one for us to uh, work out what it, what that might have been um, so yeah please uh, let us know if you think we've uh, missed something out some some howlers why didn't you possibly why didn't you say this or that we'd love love to hear what you've uh, what you've got to say uh, uh, about that so um, that's it so I uh, hope you enjoyed it all and if you can be like Carl. <laughs>